What's good, you guys? This is Yokarrect here. Welcome to another podcast episode. In today's part two of five episode, we're going to be delving into all the crazy shenanigans and all the amazing things that Windows 7 has to offer. Last episode, we covered Windows XP, and I'm kind of upset about how that episode turned out because I feel like it could be better. But today is going to be Windows 7. Let's go ahead and get into this episode. Let's do better. Let's try this again. Let's get So Windows 7 introduced a lot of features into the world of, well, the Windows operating system. But what exactly is Windows 7 and what does it introduce? Well, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about what Windows 7 actually introduces. A quick rundown of Windows 7. Windows 7 is another major release of the Windows NT operating system developed by Microsoft. It was originally released to the public on October 22nd, 2009, and it is three years after the release of its predecessor, Windows Vista, which we will cover Windows Vista in part three because that is a smaller update compared to Windows 7 in the terms of the features that are offered. Windows 7 is well known for its rounded start menu icon, Internet Explorer, the basic Windows media player, and a handful of other features that are known to Windows 7. The final release was on February 9th, 2011, and then following that was the release of Windows 8 and then eventually Windows 10. Now, the support status, there was support for the original Windows 7 ended on 20, in 2015. Windows 7, the predecessor to Windows 8, was really, really, really known for being very popular with the people at the time, and far better than Windows 8, even though Windows 8 being its predecessor. And while Windows 10 and 11 are far better than Windows 7 in the things offered, Windows 7 introduced an array of features, improved improved start functions, improved security, improved layout, design, UI, improved default applications, and more. Now the taskbar was changed. The taskbar, you can actually show the desktop um, and hide the desktop by clicking on the far right corner. And of course, rem- there are removed capabilities that were a part of Windows Vista, um, such as the classic start menu interface, some taskbar features, Windows Explorer features, and Windows Media Player features. Now, with the Windows 7 operating system, the main key thing to note is that this is kind of the bridge. And I'll tell you why it's the bridge, because the bridge here with Windows 7 is that most of the base features that started in Windows 7 were only slightly altered in Windows 8 to give it a more, um, we so we should call it now a um, quote-unquote modern look. And then it was the foundation of that of that basis for Windows 8 that gave us the code base and all the security features and updates in Windows 10, and then the copycat of Windows 11. So basically, Windows 7 was the bridge between the old operating systems which are way obsolete and it was the beginning of something special for Windows 8, 8.1, 10, and 11. 
and while Windows 7, while Windows 7 may be obsolete now, it was way ahead of its time. Now the update method was Windows Update to update it to this platform, and the platforms were 32-bit and 64-bit. It was by far the first operating system to actually widely use the 64-bit platform, as the previous 32-bit platform was becoming very old and they needed to do something to improve the overall satisfaction in customers and their stakeholders when they release Windows 7. Windows 7 is available in six different editions, Home Premium, Professional and Ultimate were available in, at retail in most countries and preloaded software on new computers at the time. Business um, people use Enterprise and Professional and Ultimate. And the thing about the Windows 7 editions is some businesses, especially schools and county offices and some other business entities still use Windows 7 because the way Windows 7 is designed, in comparison to Windows 10, yes, it is hackable, but the way that Windows 10 is designed, you have to understand that background updates and all this other stuff through backdoor installations, it can become more common practice, especially especially for modern day hackers. But with Windows 7, the way everything is designed, stuff like that becomes a little bit tad more difficult to do, especially, especially given today's day and age, hackers get into anything, but it's tougher nowadays to go back in to certain things than it is to go in go into things moving forward and a lot of computer experts would probably agree that Windows 7 did have major flaws now that does go without that doesn't go without saying that Windows 7 is and it may in fact be the very may in fact be the very last of the operating systems to popularize the use of both 32-bit and 64-bit as with Windows 8, Windows 10, and Windows 11, 64-bit now makes up an extreme majority of the PCs in this current day and age. So 32-bit still exists, but is a lot less popular now. And while some applications would work with Windows 7 and games were a thing, especially with those with the new developments of gaming PCs and other um, office and school PCs to be able to play games, now that we have Windows 10 and Windows 11, especially with Windows 8 even, gaming has become a lot easier for those people involved in those fields. And with Windows 10 and Windows 11, and with Windows 7 respectively, Coders and business professionals who work on those games and in development on different projects can better communicate and better um, enjoy the world. As always, you guys, I am your car wrecked with your Tales from Microsoft mini series. Next episode is Windows Vista. I'll see or hear you guys in the next episode.